And welcome back to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast. This is a Star Wars episode. Again, as you just heard Bill Murray tell you that. Hey, everybody. We have two books this week. After a week of no Star Wars books, we come back hard and heavy with the main book, The Star Wars War of the Bounty Hunters, number three, and also Star Wars, number 16. Issues that kind of intermingle a bit and an episode that you're going to hear that me and my man Matt are very, very concerned for Chewbacca and his health and and his fur, as we'll see. Uh, but before we go into that, let me tell you: go over to Twitter at WS Marvel Comics. Follow us; we'll follow you back 100. That is a follow back policy. Also, if you like what you hear, like the other shows on this feed, you can get plenty more where that came from over at our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/Weird. Science. All of the links that I'm going to talk about, they are in the show notes down below there. Also, though, when you do go over to the Patreon, one of the big things that we do each and every week is we have a Marvel Comics Patreon Spotlight, a spotlight with two books only on the Patreon that are picked by the badass level of the Get Fresh crew over on the Patreon. Beep boop. And they ended up picking Kang the Conqueror number one. Big Deal, Lansing and Kelly coming in where a Kang story and also Black Cat number nine, where you're, we just found out when the solicits came out this week that Black Cat after this, you know, infinite heist deal, it's going to be done. You're going to end up saying goodbye to the Black Cat book, which is a shame because I really, really liked it before it was canceled and came back for King of Black. Now it's kind of tying into things and, and whatnot and getting a little too cosmic, I think, for what a black cat book should be but that's just me right that's just an aside now if you go and listen to us talk about it me and clay we talk about that fact on that patreon show and me and brandon talk about kang the conqueror brandon he's been missing in action but me and him end up talking about kang now some other things just to throw it out there some other things that we do on the patreon we ended up having a rest of the story podcast where we talk uh, a comic that Ties into something recently that Marvel had been coming out with, and we did talk about to go in with Kang the Conqueror, Kang's first appearance, kind of. It's the official of Kang uh, in Avengers number eight. So me and my man Matt, who you're going to hear me talk about in a second, me and him talk about that. There's plenty of shows. We usually have about a show a day of different things going on on the Patreon. I like to think that I don't want to beg for money and say, hey, you know, keep the lights on, things like that. I actually like to give a bang for the buck, and there are a lot of shows, almost 2,000 podcast episodes over at our Patreon right now that if you sign up you know, today, you get to listen to everything to your heart's content. But we keep getting more and more going. But we're here to talk Star Wars, and we'll get to that right about now, where I said we're going to be doing the War of the Bounty Hunters number three and then also Star Wars number 16. And yeah, RIP to at least Chewbacca's fur, to Lando's cape, and maybe, maybe to Luke Skywalker's courage. We'll have to see. Maybe he's off to see the wizard, get himself some courage. But we're going to go into those books right about now. All right, now I'm here with my man, Matt. What up, Matt? Not much, Jim. Yes, here we are. We have two issues of the 
War of the Bounty Hunters. We have the actual War of the Bounty Hunters number three and Star Wars number 16 after a week off, uh, which is crazy. And we were trying to decide why you did that. Well, we have another one of those things where these issues intersect greatly uh, with that. I Overall, it's okay. You just don't go very far. You don't really do much in this. And I ended up where all along we've been talking about, oh, man, this is going to be a huge event. It's going to last so long. Starting to think that we're not going to have enough time to really do much because we're at this War of the Bounty Hunters 3 and we're still just hanging, you know, with Han there and everybody's kind of arguing. But it's funny, too, where you have this issue and I guess you have to play it out like that. But Darth Vader's there, so everybody will be afraid of him, right? Mm -hmm. But everybody's kind of just hanging back and watching and doing nothing and and I just I wanted some progression. I was thinking this was going to be more than just, hey, we're going to have an auction for Han. Let's see who wins at the end. Boba gets him back. Even at the point where it's still kind of a funny idea where Jabba says he won. He gets Han. He bid, you know, the million crowd, all that stuff. And then you get that deal where Boba Fett somehow will get him back and then just take him to, to Jabba anyway. Yeah. And it's just it's all odd now. In this issue, and this is going to, we're going to start with Star Wars War of the Bounty Hunters number three. Something happens here with Chewbacca that I was ready to RIP Chewbacca, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. Chewbacca, and maybe they went a little too far with it on the art wise, but Chewbacca should be dead. And if Chewbacca isn't dead, he should be in a hospital for probably eight months at least. I mean, the yeah. way that this is, I ended up, it's a funny, <laughs> not funny thing. It's actually a tragic thing. But just the other day, I was watching a video from Travis Barker from Blink-182, uh, the drummer, and yeah. he got in that, that plane yeah, wreck. Plane crash. And he was talking about it where I, I didn't, I only knew he got in a plane wreck. I kind of knew some of the things, but I didn't realize that he ran to go save some people and mm-hmm. pretty much ran through fuel mm-hmm. that just got all over and almost his whole body was burned up. And, uh. Yeah, that's what Chewbacca does. Now, with that, it took forever, tons of surgeries, and the idea where, if you ever saw the thing, where he was legitimately calling his friends and offering them millions of dollars to come and kill him. That's how bad it was. And it, it really hit me hard. And And it was one of those things that I like Travis Barker. And yep. when he talks about it, it's like one of the most genuine things. Because when I saw it, it was uh, he was doing the one interview was on Larry King back in the day when it happened. But he admits he's like i was on drugs then i was on these things so the painkillers weren't working like all that stuff and i'm just thinking that chewbacca is going to be in big trouble but then we end up going to the next issue star wars issue where you even said not only is chewbacca not even showing like (laughs) show a little burnt you know fur he's not even slouched over or anything and in this you end up having lando have and i do like lando's cape i mean it's a cool cape. he ends up using that very quickly i mean he really jumps to it and does put out the fire on Chewbacca. But at that point, Chewbacca has been on fire and is bent over in one of the most gruesome poses. That face. He's just wailing he's in pain. I'm, oh, my God. Now, with that, <laughs> he's not wailing in pain, though he is, because they had to pull out that he's not making noise. He, there's no way he's not making noise. People would be like, what the heck? There's some problems with these things. And I see that some of the reviews for these two issues aren't great. I think I'm, you know... Around middle middle of the road again, mm-hmm. as we kind of been. I'm not angry, angry, but some of the things do end up 
making me scratch my head. But again, this is Star Wars War of the Bounty Hunters number three. It is The Crimson Blade, written by Charles Sewell, illustrated by Luke Ross and David Messina, colors by Naraj Manon and Guru Effects, lettered by VC's Travis Lanham. Now, with this as well, what we're doing here is going legitimately two issues that are very similar, right? And we had this before with the War of the Bounty Hunters and Afra. The problem I have here is you have the same writer. Charles Sewell's writing both of these. So, oh, yeah. you know, that first off, they should tie in way better with Chewbacca and Lando because he wrote both of these. That's why I think maybe the arts like, hey, let's have him like a fiery wreck that Chewbacca. Maybe it wasn't supposed to be as bad, but Having Charles Sewell pretty much, you know, what did he write? One and a quarter scripts here? Because you're just repeating and it's starting to get a bit annoying, right? There's a lot of overlap. Yeah. yeah, And and even with that, even when they don't come out the same day, which gets it a little more annoying, the idea that we've seen the lay of the land here. You have the main issue, you know, this Star Wars War of the Bounty Hunters number three, and then the rest will catch up to it. Now, having this come out near the end of the month, that makes it even worse in my mind. And things like that, but we do end up getting, you know, Darth Vader trying to be a badass. I, I don't know if he succeeds, but we'll we'll figure that out. Seems a little go. whiny to me. Yeah, I'm, here is the crawl. Boba Fett claimed the bounty on the notorious smuggler and rebel officer Han Solo, but Solo was stolen from Vett by the Crimson Dawn and their leader Kiara. Vets battled bounty hunters and criminals from Narshada to Tatooine to make it to Kiara's auction. Now Darth Vader is the latest to claim Solo as rightfully his. Now. Just think it's and it's Kira. I, I always say Kiara, but <laughs> even then, you mentioned her more than the Crimson Dawn. And in this issue, they're really going to elevate her. I think that after all is said and done, she's one of the only ones of this Crimson Dawn. Because what really, what do we know of the Crimson Dawn anyway? Mm-hmm. She'll continue because they're really making her the big, big bad here who basically fights toe to toe better than Luke did against Darth Vader. Now, Darth does have a little more investment in fighting Luke, so he's doing a little more, but mm-hmm. she's able to hold her own. And, and what gets me here isn't that she's holding her own when they do fight. It's that Darth Vader would allow that with an audience. I mean, Darth Vader should just go ham on her immediately because the more that somebody is fighting him and they're watching, they don't know that, oh, Darth Vader, he's holding back. Oh, my God, look at that. They're pretty impressed with her. And I think that this lessens him in everyone's mind. And so you have that. But not only just that, there's a weird, weird deal where Darth Vader looks weaker to me than he's ever looked in anything I've really seen, except some of those where, I mean, he ended up getting ripped apart by the Emperor and stuff like that. But that's different. This is where he comes in. I mean, he comes in with big Sith energy. It's what he's coming in with (laughs) this stuff and then ends up like pulling back because he had announced, hey, I'm here. On Solo's mind And you end up where you have Jabba, he's complaining No, 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 he's my property I ended up outbidding everyone, I did this And as this is going on, you also have That scene still with Boba Fett Running into Lando, Leia, and Chewbacca Where they end up deciding You know, what are we going to do? How are we going to do this? And you pretty much have Chewbacca Decide he's going to fight Boba Fett They want to get Han Now, again I want to point out that Leia had no plan going into this. It's revealed again where she goes, okay, well, let's go grab on. (laughs) There is a whole room of people who 
first off, thought that already and decided that's a bad idea. But also, there you can't just run in the middle of all this and grab the like. I can imagine them trying to figure out. It would be like the Family Guy stores where they have the couch. That they're trying to get out like, okay, I'm going to tip this over, Lando. You catch it. I'll get the other end. Chewbacca, you get the middle. There's no way. They don't Can't have a plan. Thing. Yeah. No, there's not. And what Leia says, which is okay, and, and her plan here is basically, I'm going to run real quick and press some buttons and get Han out of the carbonite. But he's going to be blind when he gets yeah, out. Well, and again, I don't think they, they play the idea that they have no idea what happens, even though <laughs> she knows later when she's like, that's the carbonite sickness. But at this, it almost just seems I'm going to go press some buttons. We're going to grab him and we're going to run the hell out. First off, also, probably not going to be able to run. You're going to have to carry him. So now we're back to, okay, Chewbacca, you grab him, put him over. But, you know, even Boba Fett's like, really? That's your plan? But they end up <laughs> where Chewbacca and Boba Fett are going to fight. And, and Chewbacca just picks up Boba Fett. And, Leia is worried and like, oh, my God, aren't you going to help all this? And Lando says that, no, 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 we don't have to. They're going to have to fight hand to hand because Boba Fett's too smart to shoot a blaster. You shoot a blaster, everybody hears, mm-hmm. whatnot. And uh, so they fight. So then, like we said then, instead, Lando says this, and he actually says, my bet is on the Wookiee, right? Yeah, <laughs> naturally. Boba sets Chewbacca so much on fire. I'm looking at it again. And if you played <laughs> the idea that he put up a wall of fire to make it so Chewbacca, first off, had to put him down. He was choking him out, but also kept him away and ran. I'd go with it. Chewbacca in the next panel lit him up like a is completely on fire in, in the point where the fire is six foot above <laughs> Chewbacca. He is on fire. And, and I'm, don't tell me that, oh, well, it's just the fur. He, I'm telling you, that next panel, first off, Leia is like, oh, my God. You know, I can imagine Boba smiling. But, yeah, Lando throws and, you know, stop, drop, and roll. He's get totally this cape on. He is totally engulfed <laughs> in flame. And just look at his face. Now, if you, you if you tell me that Chewbacca isn't making any noise here, I will tell you you are a liar. His mouth is open, and he has, but they don't have any sound. So to, now, with that, there is one thing <laughs> it reminds me of. There, there was a guy who was talking about a thing in World War II where they had to scale this mountain. It was like special forces stuff, and they had to scale this mountain to go and do this secret, you know, attack on some German installation. And some of the guys legitimately slipped and like they didn't make it up, but mm-hmm. they were so good at what they did that as they fell to their death, they knew not to yell. They didn't scream out like, oh, crap. I was cursed. Yeah, they stayed silent. They died silently. And, and it's weird because this guy was telling the story and that's what stuck with him. Not the idea they went and killed like 50 Germans after that. And some guys got shot on their side. It was these guys who ended up falling off a cliff. And, and didn't say anything because they knew that would sell out their buddies. Now, mm-hmm. I can't tell you that if you're on fire, you're going to think this. This becomes well, very reactionary of screaming your head off. And he doesn't. It, it reminds me, you know, in, in the Vietnam that the monks would protest, protest and like. Yeah, and, yeah. And just burn and themselves. Golf, put gas on themselves and burn themselves and not make any noise. Yeah, yeah. So it is possible. You, it's possible. Chewie ain't no monk. This is MV Vietnam. I mean, he did not know. Those guys were doing it for a purpose and ended yeah, up, it's... you know, almost, you know, in their meditation. But they didn't, as well. they didn't recover from that. And they no. just have, they have just as much flame as Yeah, Chewie really. 
Chewbacca, I mean, he should be having some real problems here, right? So, yeah. and, and you even see where, you know, you have Lando and he also he's worried about his cape. And he's patting down Chewbacca at that point. The Chewbacca's skin is now attached to that. He's head. smoking. Oh my so god, much. so bad, right? Smoking like a badass he yeah. is. I love too where Leia <laughs> thinks that she's going to do something to Boba Fett. Boba Fett legitimately grabs the gun out of her hand, snatches, yells it at her, and then tosses it back to her. Now that is a badass moment. <laughs> I thought that is awesome, but says, at first I thought he like pimp slapped her. Or yeah, I but... thought so too. <laughs> now with that, you end up where <laughs> just set Chewbacca on fire. Chewbacca's still smoking, and the next line pretty much from him is, "I don't want to make any more enemies." I know you made one. His name is Chewbacca, and he's yeah. smoking right behind you, and says, "If I don't get in your way, you don't get in mine." Unfortunately, your way and mine are the same. They're both going for Han, and, and so it. If this was one of those things where you were going to do, like, how crazy would it be if all of a sudden, you know, we see that they're redoing everything here? That we're like, oh, you know, it's hard to go between movies. Chewbacca dies and, and Boba oh, yeah. and, and Leia team up together or whatever. But no, you, you, you know what happens. So you have to play along with it. But the idea of, you know, we're after the same person, but I won't get in your way if you don't get in mine. There's only one way. They're both going for Han. What other way are you going? Okay, well, if you're going to do that, what? You're getting Han? Okay. We'll go over. and It doesn't make sense. And Mm. then Boba just leaves, throws the gun. Chewbacca is still smoking so much. Looks like he lost his hair. Yeah. It looks like he's, he actually, legitimately, if you're a DC fan, probably would look like ultra humanite. Yeah, it looks like ultra humanite. Yeah, Yeah. his whole top of his head. Is burned off. Lando's cape is a wreck. He's he's upset about his cape. Chewbacca's still smoking. <laughs> they go away, and we go back to Darth. And this is the thing, you know, where I said you start to. It's one of those things that happens a lot in comics nowadays, especially is the idea of to elevate somebody, you got to lessen somebody else mm-hmm. instead of just showing both elevated. Because Darth Vader, how do you lessen him? You know, he goes in and he's like, hey. What's going on? I want to get this deal. I want to end up, you know, taking Han. Kiara's like, no, this is our deal and you're part of it. Now we're going to fight. And they end up fighting and she holds her own. She's doing the Terrace Kai or however you pronounce it. It's it's like the Star Wars karate that I told you, the Kung Fu martial arts mm-hmm. deal. That one of the only reasons I ever heard about it is it's one of the worst fighting games ever on the PlayStation. We were looking at it before uh, and I was looking at videos. I'm like, doesn't look as bad as I remember, but boy, I remember it, it was awful. I think the <laughs> mechanics were just awful too. Every fighter like felt exactly the same and clunky, but you end up where, you know, it looks like finally Darth is going to kill her. And then she's pretty quick and, and, you know, pretty smart. She has bombs that she goes and Darth seems to be taken aback by those, which was odd too. But, you know, he called her feeble. She doesn't like that. She, she's tough, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't mind that whole thing of it, but with all of this going on and all that, you end up having a confusing scene. And I, you ended up sending me the picture of it and I I understood it a bit, but it is, I think the art didn't play out as well, where Bova is able to take the shot on Darth, even though I think it just clanks off his helmet anyway, but he has him in his scope and then remembers that when Han shot him on Bespin when they opened up the door for that dinner. Um, 
dark. It just looks so much like Lando to me, but you're right. It is yeah. Han. And yeah, it's, it's from Han. The movie, it's but... in Han, the Bespin deal, and it's a flashback to the movie. Now, the, the weird thing about that is, if you remember the scene, they open it up and Darth's there. Han, again, one of the things that is so cool about Han, I mean, he does not hesitate, but it shows how you know yep. badass Darth is too. Han shoots. There's Shoot no first. who shot first here. No. He's trying to kill him, and it's deflected. And then he's like, you want to join me for dinner there? And then you did see Boba Fett came out from the shadows and stood next to Darth, which was yeah. cool. So I kind of wish that they would have showed that just so you know exactly what's going on. I, it's just a weird, and you're seeing it from that different angle. It's a tight shot. It, it should have been a little more pulled out. So oh, so there the were more people room. in that doorway. Yeah, there were more people way. in the room. Lando and, and Leia yeah. were in that doorway with him, but yeah. it's okay. He remembers back of, you know, ah, this is going to So he's assuming well. that he blocked one shot and then that he blocked can the just next block one. shots, yeah. So then Darth, he just goes to town. He ends up, you know, hitting the floor, doing that, and force pushing everybody away, going off. You see Kara hit into... Han and Carbonite. Now, I really thought they were going to play the idea that he hits some controls and something's going to have to be done so that he doesn't Han doesn't up. die. I, you know, uh, not even wake yeah, up. I die. thought like some weird deal, but it doesn't seem that that's the play yet. Maybe. But he ends up where he is about to, I mean, probably kill everyone, it seems, but he ends up sensing Luke. He ends up sensing Luke, and we'll see more of this in the Star Wars deal, Mm -hmm. but he ends up sensing Luke and uh, says, okay, you come down here, you know, we'll end up fighting, you want to have Han, all that stuff, and Luke's, you know, just showing up and he doesn't know what to do. Everybody's kind of walking away from, like, this party is over. We thought that this was going to be just a huge everybody going at it doesn't seem to be the case at this point still they still might blow it up because she goes uh yeah, you, you knew that. this could happen you know what you're gonna have to yeah, do to, yeah, to, to yeah. um margo i like that margo yeah margo and <laughs> the weird deal though is when you look though like everybody else is scattered they got the hell they see darth vader well, you get the hell out well, they the were big... like it was like they were watching a broadway show or yeah something. that's or, what i said or, or a, a heavyweight fight and that's why i meant and in, in the beginning the yeah. idea of the what is everybody doing Everybody's just standing. And I said, Darth Vader, yeah, I mean, he's a big deal. You don't want to piss him off or anything, but you end up having, you know, that deal. Now, the other thing that I was talking about of having the idea that Darth is lessened, because at the end, he ends up saying to Luke, You come here, I'm going to slice Han in half. Okay, mm-hmm. that, that gets me there. The other thing, though, is earlier, Darth Vader came into this whole auction. Hey, I'm going to get Han now. He's mine. I'm Darth Vader. Let's get out. Badass. Right. And and mm-hmm. in this, anytime Darth Vader and I, you know, apologize if people think badass is a curse word. We don't usually curse, but Darth Vader's badass. I mean, whenever you go, but in this, there's these lessening things. He comes in and says, all right, Han Solo's mine. You know, everybody back off. I'm taking him. I'm going to use and use him to, you know, weed out Luke, which happens at the end. Anyway, you end up having. You end up having Jabba say, no, 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 I won the auction. Darth stops. <laughs> what? He, he like ends up like, this is such a weird thing for Darth Vader of like, what, what, what happened? You won the auction. Oh, my God. How did this happen? And, and it just it ends up being so much less and all this stuff with this nonsense. And it, he says, this is the, the thing. You won the auction, not the Empire. So. Why Why would Darth care? He came to get him. We'll see. He ain't going to pay for anything. He doesn't care. But then he looks over. Basically, it's it, in my mind, 
It's just to throw shade. It's just to get more pissed off. It's just mm-hmm. to get mad at Sly Moore, who was there. And even later, you end up having some weird kind like everything. It doesn't jive completely in my mind. But just Darth Vader coming in and, like I said, just badass. Larger than life. I'm taking Han Solo. Oh, you didn't win the auction. What? We didn't? Why didn't anybody tell me on my way here that we didn't win the auction? I'm like, really? And then you just get more of that. You know, we'll we'll have it throughout even in the next issue with the idea of Jabba and that other guy who has like a six pack. He's the only hut with a six pack. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so basically by the end of this, Chewbacca should be dead or at least in, in the hospital. You end up where Darth Vader's like he he didn't get the memo that they didn't win the auction, but then at the end he just ends up where Luke shows up, and Luke shows up. Remember having a premonition just like Bespin that Darth Vader was going to hurt Leia and Chewbacca. I don't think mm-hmm. he really cares about Lando too much, but he's going there. He's desperately trying to get to the auction so that he can. And and I like the idea too. We'll get more of it in the next issue that we talk about. But I like the idea, not necessarily fully like I'm going to go and kill him. It's more of like in my mind, and I think it's still going to play out, even though it makes Luke kind of le- that he could swoop in, get sensed and then skedaddle out. So Darth just runs after him. I mean, Darth really, what does he care about Han Solo in this he auction just, except doesn't. for getting Luke? He has yeah. Luke go off. That's the distraction. That's pretty good. Um, But, even at the end, I'm like, oh, Luke, what are you doing? But at the end of this, you know, I'm going to cut Han in half. Pretty cool, right? Pretty, yeah, it's okay. Pretty yeah. big. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm desperately trying. With this, <laughs> I like the art, even the horrific art of Chewbacca on fire. Him with his arms raised up, screaming, plus his satchel probably that caught on fire. I hope he doesn't have, like, ice creams in well, there. Doesn't he have, like, munitions on his... Yeah, he shouldn't. They, blow up? they don't have it here, the, the oh. bandolier thing, because yeah. that stuff would light up, like, 4th of yeah. July. <laughs> and then he'd really be in trouble. You could say... Now, I can't say. I was gonna say, you could say that they patted him down. They snuck in. Uh, see? They, yeah. they, at least they thought of it, though, because that would have lit up. Holy moly. Well, we I, wear I them just in imagine. the beginning. It would have been exactly... Maybe he threw... It would have been the scene in Naked Gun... Where, where Frank Drebin's like, nothing to see here. There's a fireworks display going off in the background. Chewbacca's like, just, I'm not making noise. <laughs> just the idea that they weren't supposed to make noise, but they made, they, they created smoke. Oh this guy's freaking out fire. and yelling. Yeah, yeah, at one fire. point we didn't even, you know. They're talking at a loud volume, uh-huh. not quietly. Yeah, they're, they're yelling. They're yelling. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy. And do blasters even make, they don't even make that much noise. It's pew, they go pew, pew, pew. Yeah, pew. But with that. Not like a gunshot. I guess that if you heard a gunshot, everybody. But again, what would you care? Actually, <laughs> shooting a gun might be the distraction that you would need. I mean, have somebody run off. Have Lando yeah. run off and root and tootin' across the room. Everybody fire. goes and chases yeah. there. I mean, yeah, somebody's like, Chewbacca's up. <laughs> oh, my Pull God. You never, yell, you never yell Wookiee on fire <laughs> in, in a crowded auction, they always <laughs> say. That's not nice. That That's not your, you know, amendment rights. Call it a bomb uh, threat. Yeah, mm. it's just dead than Boba. I could kill. like the idea that I could kill Darth Vader here. I have the opportunity to do it, but I'm not going to because that one time that he blocked Han shot where he's watching him shoot. All right, whatever, whatever. Uh, so it's going to sound silly. I'm still going to give it a seven. I might go down to six five. It's it's OK. It's not <laughs> exactly the big Darth Vader moments that we thought. I mean, when Darth Vader showed up, that was the jaw-dropping wow moment of, holy crap, things are going to get real. 
they don't really get real and everybody seems to like line up in their you know polite way of watching leaving you know even show a bunch of people like holy crap Darth Vader and run past you know Leia Chewbacca Lando and Boba Fett yeah. like just skedaddling out and they're like all right well we could do what we want now uh and with that fight going on nobody would at that point I just yeah six five yeah Won't you I, get I, it? I, I think I'd, six five is fine or, it's yeah tough. it's it's not bad. here's the thing at this moment we have you know the end of August and we have September October if this is all it is I'm gonna be real disappointed I don't hate it overall but we're not really doing anything I mean this is the biggest Star Wars event ever and we've been stuck now it looks like we'll get out of this auction for for now but mm-hmm. it just doesn't feel like it's as big as it was before especially because you know what happens? Boba gets Han and takes it. So they're not even playing with that with some surprises and things. You're getting a lot of flashbacks, and we're going to get a lot in this next issue, and, and a real weird one where I think Luke is thinking up weird stuff. But you end up, yeah, six five. Is that what you're going? Yeah. Here we go with the next one. It's Star Wars number sixteen, War of the Bounty Hunters, missing in action, written by Charles Soule, art by Ramon Rosanas, Rachel Rosenberg on colors, DC's Clayton Cowles on letters. Luke Skywalker joins Starlet Squadron to rescue Alliance leader Mon Mothma from an assault led by the Imperial Star Destroyer Ultima II. During the mission, Luke has a vision of Darth Vader, which leads him to believe Vader is coming for Han Solo. Now Luke must make his way to a planet called Jakara. So he's heading off to help Leia and Chewbacca. He wants to help his friends, and he knows that Darth Vader's there. The last time this happened, obviously, was Bespin, and that didn't go so well for Luke. And he's thinking about that while talking to are two and it's weird i mean is this just because you have some page space to kill because you're not getting anything new here and if you are reading this i would hope that you had watched empire strikes back you see that luke is nervous about it but i I didn't like i don't know why i didn't like the dialogue with him and r2 where r2 is probably like like r2 what you you know this story yeah (laughs) you know what i mean it's like usually i like that Quick back and forth with Luke, not let me spin a yarn. Yeah, he just seems like a that crazy person, like a crazy yeah. person talking to himself. Yeah, not, not again, really talking to. If R2. you're gonna go with the idea, it's nervous talk. Yeah, it's that. But again, it's it's what we saw and what happened with him. You know, not that long ago. Uh, so he's talking. You know, no, it was like fighting a storm, like one of those ripping, tearing gravel storms back on Tatooine. Beep, boop, 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 boop. What's that R2? You were only on Tatooine for two weeks and you don't know what the hell I'm talking about? <laughs> uh, oh, man, you got me there, R2. Uh, but yeah, just the stuff to kind of waste some time to show that he is, you know, afraid. But we would know this. We, we know that he went off half cocked and, and wasn't ready and that Darth gave it at all and whatever. Nothing really has changed that much since then. But with that, he's thinking of what he could do now. What he should have done. And if he wasn't scared, all that. And and he, in his mind, reverses the roles and ends up cutting Darth's hand off. And then, starts doing some, you know, stuff and beating up Darth. If he was able to. Does go Darth stab him at the out. end? And I, I just think it's like you don't see the deal. It looks like. No, actually, you can't because of the way he grabs it. I don't know. He's stabbing Weird. him with Luke's lightsaber. Yeah, I don't know yeah, what happened. It seems there. like it just, he's like, it would be different. I think the difference is just that, you know, he's made. You know, pretty much Darth go down on one knee with his hand off, but he's like, who am I kidding, R2? Yoda was right. 
he was right when I left Dagobah and is still right today. I'm not ready. You know, and I'm like, we just went through a couple pages. <laughs> it's like, all right, we kind of knew it. Let's go on. And so you end up where he's talking, oh, I got to cause a distraction. Why can't I connect with the force? And I thought the idea, remember when he ended up in the last issue when they were fighting and they're trying to free that planet and, and the rebels, they should have really spelled out again that he has lost track of the force. He can't connect to them yep. in the force because in that we were just kind of going in almost like, and that would have been a better time for him. Like, come on, Ben, you help me in the Death Star. Help me now. Remember how upset he was that he couldn't do the shot. Uh-huh. Um, but so he's like, I get it. It's fear. I guess it's the fear that I have and I'm not able to connect. And if that's the case, when I'm Luke, when, when he does end up talking to Ben, Again, I'm, I would say, you know what? Where, where it'd be funny to be that footprints. Where were you when I needed you? I mean, obviously, he needs him more than ever because he's so afraid. But that's blocking it out. And then, yeah, Obi Wan's like, that's when I was carrying you. But it isn't. But then we go back. <laughs> now we're going to get everything we saw before. All the except, same stuff. Except, except Chewbacca is now fine, fully and recovered. The the robe, the cape of Lando's Mint fine condition. now. You can sit there and start to worry about semantics and timing, but they mention it. They See, mention I think, it. I think when they originally drew this, they were this was before he got lit on fire. It's weird because the thing is, but they the dialogue say, says that he was already lit on fire. Yeah, well, he says, and and seriously, this being legit, this has to be three minutes after Chewbacca was on fire. What mm-hmm. we're seeing in the scene is not more than ten minutes within. And Lando points this out. I think this was supposed to come out way later because the idea is like, you remember what happened to Chewie when he got caught on. Yeah, I do. He still should be singed and smoking. This happened a minute ago. And he's like, not to mention Boba Fett's still around here somewhere. He damn near killed Chewie, set him on fire. That's too much heat if you ask me. I'm like, when when Chewbacca, I'm going to translate for you. (laughs) Too soon. That's in in, in Chewbacca. Yep, too Holy soon. Molly, what an ease. And so, like, oh, sorry, pal, couldn't help myself. He's like, I'm still on fire, jerk off. I'm gonna curse. And you end up <laughs> where they're they're fighting and they're watching the fight going on. They're trying to come up with this idea of a plan. That's why I said Leia has really no plan. We're just gonna go. We need Luke. That's the wild card. Luke does come in. This this sequence is kind of it bothers me as well. Luke pops in. You know, there he is, lone X-Wing. They decide that, and it's it's Admiral Piet, so anything you know he's going to do is going to be wrong. And, of he's course, he pops something. in right next to the blockade. Yeah, right next to the, the blockade. And, and that's the thing. It's not necessarily a blockade. It's just a parking lot in space because there's all these other ships. So, like, <laughs> yeah, uh, right. another part of this criminal filth come to join the party, Commander. Let's us hope that, you know, Vader exterminates all these. And Oh, it's just a single X-Wing. Oh, really? A rebel ship. Let's attack. So they go to attack, and hey, we'll get this, and maybe we'll be able to grab him, we'll be able to torture him, whatever. But if we can't, let's blow him up. They send out a bunch of TIE fighters that is going to fight Luke. Luke decides at this point, I got an idea, R2. I'm going to fly by. And and the way that it's spelled out, it's spelled out too much, because Luke says exactly what he's going to do, and then the guys in this other ship, who I would like to call dumb and dumber. Dumb and dumber, I mean, seriously, Luke flies so that and these guys also set up you know luke says oh my god i gotta get something where i'm gonna be able to start a fight with these other and then these other guys are like well i guess we're here where the empire is but if they don't shoot us we won't do anything and then they end up shooting at luke and hitting their ship 
right? So yeah. then they're like, oh, okay, let's take let's these guys out. Look out the left window where you see the Star Destroyer. It's, you would it's not 500 do this. times bigger than their ship. This is as if I'm, you know, just say we're in, <laughs> at war with somebody. And I'm there, and there's this one little soldier. Behind him, there's tanks galore, yep. cannons and stuff. And I say, yeah, that guy slaps me. I'm going to attack. No. You know what's going on here. <laughs> it, first off, what you should do is get the hell out of there. Just fly to the other side of the planet. The minute that a Star Destroyer parks near me in the parking lot, I'm going to the opposite side of the way. If that's who I am, I'm, I'm a you know a smuggler, a bad guy. This is yeah. one of the people of the Dark Syndicate. You'll park next to the Star Destroyer. Right next to a Star Destroyer, they yeah. have the gall to say, if they hit us with anything, I'm going to attack. And they do. It causes distraction. They're dead. One blast, and they get completely blown up. They don't. They don't even ask questions. They just shoot no, them right out. They just shoot them. I'm like, those guys were the dumbest people I've ever seen in my life. And like, excellent shot. Perhaps that'll serve as an object lesson for the rest of the scum. But what do you mean? They're all there. Do <laughs> so you like that guy's haircut? Yeah, it's okay. The guy with the white sideburns. It <laughs> yeah, looks like yeah. he's wearing a hairpiece. Yeah, yeah I, I kind of like him. <laughs> like, <laughs> with, with all this going on, I'm like. What's happening here? What, what are you doing? Why are they're you dead. that dumb? They were alive, and five seconds later, they're now dead. Yeah, just get out of the fight. <laughs> so you end up where Darth Vader is told, you know, hey, there's an X-Wing. He's sense Lou. Uh, okay, well, here's the plan. You end up, don't shoot down the X-Wing. Don't do anything like that. Set up a communique between me and him. That's a private line. I want to talk to this guy. I want to see what's going on. We have unfinished business. He says this to Luke. Then when he's there, we have unfinished business. I have Captain Solo, and now he remains alive, frozen in carbonite. You'll come to me. If you don't, I'll cut him in half. And that's what you get. Luke, at that point, is that Luke's like, oh, my God, cut in half, and somehow imagines himself as this, is this Darth thinking? It's such a weird deal of seeing a cut in half Luke in the tunnel part of Bespin. Imagine him coming out and just falling in two pieces. So weird. Oh, yeah, like Darth Maul. Yeah, yeah, it's so weird to think, whoever's thinking that, you know, going with that whole deal, but, you know, you end up having Leia say, we need your help, I mean, Darth Vader's here, come on, Luke, get going, and this is the end where Luke says, I know, Leia, I know, I'm sorry, I'm not ready to face him, and turns around to leave, oh my god, that, that seriously, R.I.P. hairpiece, dark syndicate <laughs> didn't need to die luke came in he caused problems and th- these guys died just because they were stupid probably 100 people on that ship at least maybe oh more. my god I, seriously it just Having made breakfast me laugh. or whatever it and made me laugh dead. so much it's just like believe me i'd love to i'd love to attack but we can't attack the empire you idiot not unless they give us an excuse no no and are the you rebels can't. the only one that fly X-wings? Yeah, it's, it seems like they recognize that as fully the deal. There's some poor sap about a you know used X-wing. <laughs> it's like when they say that you buy like a red Corvette, you'll always be pulled over by the police. You end up getting an X-wing. You're just asking to be pulled over at all times. Like, why do I keep getting into tractor beams? And then they're like, "Oh, you're a rebel." I'm like, "No, no, no. I'm doing freaking DoorDash, Galaxy or- Dash. I'm an Uber." <laughs> They're like, how could you be an over? There's not another seat here. Oh, I'm I'm taking this droid somewhere. Oh, that or if you buy like a Crown Victoria and you're driving, everybody thinks you're a cop car. Yeah, driving around, yeah, like that. Slow down around you, or like you tint your windows too much. They want to know what's going on. <laughs> that that I can think that's legit. <laughs> but 
you know, with that, that that made me giggle. That whole deal with this guy, the dumbest guy ever. He's he is actually commanding a war cruiser for the Dark Syndicate, and this guy is so stupid to say we can't attack the Empire unless. They, what do you think they're going to sit there and go through the Samantha? Oh, oh, you mean this X-wing actually, you know, was getting chased in the Tie Fighter? Shot you? Oh my! I'm sorry. We're sorry about that. Yeah, but no, no. D- barely dented his ship. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna freaking blow. They're, How come the monkey man I mean, didn't give him better advice? Know, the guy behind him. This guy's. He's the dumber. He doesn't <laughs> know. He's the one at the beginning. Should we shoot him? <laughs> no, no. Wait till they give us a, a reason, and then they have to have one smart guy there who comes in. There's, there's never a reason. Let's get the hell out of here. You're not gonna do this. This is the worst. This is the empire. They're not going to sit there and go through the, oh, we owe you 30 credits. Okay, we'll send that to you. Give us, you know, they're going to exchange information. You find out the Empire that's, you know, Admiral Piet doesn't have insurance. He's one of those. I'm just cursing it up. And the end with that, hey. I always <laughs> thought it was odd when when uh, Darth goes, very good, General Romedy. That would, he, he wouldn't say the guy's name. I know. Yeah. He would not, I think know, that he would not say his actual name. When he's mad, he's like, Admiral Piet, you have failed me for the Like, when he says your name, it's like when my dad called me James. I knew things were trouble. I ran. Yeah. You know, that, so, that's yeah. the deal. Darth, anytime Darth wants you, like, hey, uh, Darth Vader called, he wants you to go to, I don't know. I love it when they do realize that. And they're like, all right, let me go take it like a man. Uh, but yeah, at the end, it looks like Luke is like, and I'm going to go. But like I said earlier, it might be, that might be enough. Him turning and running. I mean, really. The idea, first off, what does Darth care about Han anyway? I mean, in the point of just leaving him or slicing him, he wants Luke. Luke is nearby. Mm-hmm. He's not just going to get let Luke just tail off. He's going to go after him is what I think happens. Yeah, it'd be a cool uh, fight. Uh, that might be, yeah, that might end up giving you something for the two issues of, you know, Star Wars left and, and the Darth Vader deal of him just going off because it is kind of silly with this. You know, Darth involved with this chase down of Han because we said, and that's what kind of got me mad this week. We said, if Darth's involved, it's over. Darth comes in, he grabs Han and goes. Nobody's going to be able to stop him. But yet we see people are stopping him and people are doing things with this. And then he's, what? I came in like I was like Mr. Big Shot and we didn't win the auction. I really look like an idiot here. <laughs> uh, but with that, I'd say I'd have to go 6-5 as well for this. Same same score for each. Yeah, it's got to be even. And no better, uh, no worse. If if you, I guess most people, the Star Wars book and the Darth Vader book, those are the big ones. That I think most people are reading anyway. But if you ended up not, you know, only reading the War of the Bounty Hunters book, I think you'd be fine anyway. Everything kind of starts from there. You get a little bit of the fill in the blanks, but everything will go back to that as well. But the next deal, we do have Darth Vader coming up and Doctor Aphra to finish off this month. And I don't know, the Dr. Afra, like the timing of some of these. Remember, we were all excited. Ooh, Afra, she's having a panic attack. What's going to happen? What's going to happen? Well, we see she's just Fully running recovered. out. Yeah, she didn't, she's just mm. running out with Sana yep. and ends up saying, oh, this is like when Black K was on fire and they I, just run out. And then Sana's like, hey, I thought we were going to steal stuff and help that clone guy. Eh, forget <laughs> about him. Let's get out of here. Yeah. I'm I mean, sure they'll fill in the blanks. Yeah, they will, but doesn't that make it like you're not as excited? That we were excited at that moment finally for Dr. Yeah, because Afra. what could happen between last issue and what we just yeah, saw today? Yeah, what is she going to get a paper yeah. bag and breathe in it and then run out? Yeah. And we'll see what she does after that, obviously. But the big thing was, oh my God, is Darth going to see her? And maybe he does and just lets, I, I don't know, but 
it's lessened by seeing her already running out with some. Yeah. Uh, and then Darth Vader says, Darth Vader and Ochi battle Crimson Dawn, and Ochi has a choice to make. Again, it, it you want me to guess what that is? It's that he sees that they're going to blow up the place. He sees, and he has the choice. I can let Darth Vader die yep. here. And he's not going to, obviously. But I think that that's the choice to make, is the idea of, like, like Darth's bad all this but we're kind of buds now and we're hanging so he, he probably goes back and saves i i would think that maybe darth might get a little bit damaged up from an explosion now this is all us just guessing but yeah that seems to be what it is pretty right? good guess yeah yeah so we'll, we'll have to see but with all that yeah six fives I, I i still like everything it's just kind of it's it's kind of stuck in a rut at this moment I need a spark. The spark before was Darth showing up, but then it kind of went back. It took a couple steps back, seeing what happened there. I need that next spark, uh, and we'll see what's well, happening. Well, next issue of Bounty Hunters has uh, Dengar and Valance. Yeah, I'm looking at the deal, yeah. And then in in September, we have the Boosh number one. Yeah, Boosh. Maybe that'll be good, but then, yeah, we, we pretty much only have two more of each issue after this month. You know, we have Darth Vader and Dr. Ever, but I don't know. If that's enough to make this story as big as I was hoping it would be and, and what happens. So just seems like the, you know, leading to this auction, then the repercussions of it, then for, you know, Boba Fett to get Han and then get back to the what we know happens. So mm -hmm. we shall see. And I, I just hope that it gets a little bit better. But thanks, everybody. For listening, thanks for joining me, Matt. No problem. And yeah, this, this people seem to you know listen to the podcast. I don't know if they enjoy it. They probably grit their teeth. <laughs> I, I always worry because again, we're huge Star Wars fans. This isn't us showing up like, oh, this Star Wars bull crap. We're gonna it's so, but we're trying to be honest with this stuff and, and not give everything a perfect score because it's, it's far from perfect. Like I said, I was shocked because the, the scores for these books are going down and down. I think people are getting frustrated by it, but it can always turn around. We still have two more months. Let's see what happens. I'm kind of excited to get back to the regular run of the books because then they could do different things and see what's going on, but we'll mm -hmm. see. But with that, check out uh, us on Twitter, WS Marvel Comics. And go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science, where you can help us out for all the things we do on this feed and get a ton of other shows. That's it. Thanks, everyone. And we will talk to you later.